What's up everybody, welcome back to the channel. A uh, little bit different video, obviously today we're, we're back in the truck. I think I should start calling these like the Truck Chronicles or something like that. Um, but basically what, I, what I'm doing is um, my daughter has an art class that she goes to for an hour, so I figured instead of just sitting here doing nothing, playing on my phone, I'd try to put something out that hopefully you guys enjoy watching. I could put it out as a podcast, stuff like that. Um, so hopefully you guys have been enjoying these. I've done a few different ones over time, but hopefully you guys have been enjoying them and um, I'm gonna try to keep doing it just because it helps me put out more content and kind of get to know me a little bit different. We can talk about other stuff and, and do different things than just going fishing or just making baits or something like that, which that's still stuff that's gonna be going on the channel. But I thought this would be something a little bit different. We can talk about like sponsorship like we already have, how much it costs to do some of these tournaments and stuff like that, and just other stuff that's going on in the fishing world that um, seems like it might be kind of kind of cool to talk about. And I don't know about you guys, but I've been noticing a lot lately, especially with Bassmaster and especially with Chris Zaldane. And something that's interesting to me is that Amazon is getting involved in the bass fishing world. And I don't know exactly how I feel about it. Um, I'm not anti-Amazon. I'm not anti-people trying to uh, make money. I'm not anti-people trying to sell baits or anything like that. But I, it makes me wonder how things are going to go going forward in the fishing industry. It makes me wonder, is the industry going to get smaller? Is it going to hurt sponsorship? Is it going to hurt the mom and pop tackle shops? Is it going to hurt something like Tackle Warehouse or Omnia Fishing? You know, online retailers. So there's a lot of different things that I'm thinking about that make me wonder about this um, whole Amazon entering the fishing world. So one of the things that I think we all need to remember is this is capitalism at its finest. You know, Amazon is going out and dominating the shopping industry in, in many, many ways. And COVID definitely helped Amazon explode in sales. Um, not that they weren't exploding in sales ahead of time, but so many people are buying online at probably a lot higher rates because some people are afraid to go to the store. Some people don't want to go to the store. Who knows what the reasons are, but a lot of people are buying online. And I think the online tackle industry benefited from that. Just the fishing industry in general, from what I've heard, has really benefited from the COVID crisis as well. And benefit's probably the wrong word, but they've, they've done some good sales and a lot more people are fishing now than were before COVID. So that's how I that's how I'm defining benefiting in this case. Obviously, COVID hasn't been a good thing. Um, there's been people that have lost their lives and all that kind of stuff. But that's not what I want to talk about. But basically, Bassmaster got a great sponsor, obviously, because Bassmaster's promoting the Amazon athlete, the Amazon page. Chris Saldane got a great sponsor. Um, I don't know how long these relationships are going to last or anything like that. And that's kind of part of my concern is that with the help of Bassmaster, with the help of somebody like Chris Seldane, is Amazon just going to try to come into the market and then gobble up a bunch of sales, create new buying habits for people, take sales away from the mom and pop shops, take sales away from your other online retailers, and then exit the sponsorship world and just try to retain those sales. That's my concern because they're gonna flood the market and try to buy the market. They're trying to buy customers to get fishing gear through the sponsorship with Bass and through the sponsorship with Chris Saldane, which that's what everybody does. That's what sponsorship's about. They're paying the sponsored athlete 
to generate revenue, generate awareness, and generate sales. Have nothing, nothing wrong with that. I'm just looking at it from the big picture, wondering how this is gonna impact the fishing industry in general. Um, so like I was talking about, can other online retailers compete with somebody as big as Amazon? Um, I already mentioned Tackle Warehouse. I have a relationship with Omnia Fishing. And, you know, I'm wondering how some of that's gonna impact. Now, being in California, I know that with Tackle Warehouse, if you spend over 50 bucks, you get free overnight shipping. Now I know with Amazon Prime, you have free shipping as it is, but I don't know that Amazon is going to be able to compete with something like that, because I know that when I've bought stuff on Amazon, I don't like the shipping the way that Amazon does it or anything like that. I have a lot of struggle with it. Um, I don't like buying from the independent person that sells on Amazon. I've had issues with that. So when I buy something on Amazon, I try to make sure that I'm buying it in fact from Amazon or buying it from somebody else that's having it shipped by Amazon because your shipping is usually quicker. It's just a smoother process from what I found. So that's, that's what I try to do. But that's my fear is that they're gonna come in, take some of the sales from these other companies that are trying to you know, make a living with the fishing industry and Amazon's so big that maybe they're gonna squeeze margins or something like that and really start to affect the prices on tackle and, and, and affect the sponsorship revenue that can go on. And I'll, I'm gonna explain this a little bit further as we keep talking. So a second ago, I mentioned margins. And if you don't know what a margin is, basically a margin is the difference between what a product is made for and what it's sold to the retailer for. So for example, I sell drop shot weights. I buy them for a certain amount or I make them for a certain amount and then I sell them to the tackle shop for a certain amount and then they sell them to the customer for a little bit more. So the difference between what I buy the drop shot weight and what I sell it for is my margin and then the price that the tackle shop pays versus what they sell it to the customer customer is their margin. So my fear is that with Amazon, because the way Amazon sells products is they take a fee off of all the different sales. So my fear is that with Amazon, they're gonna start squeezing the fishing industry margins as it is. And I think that that could in turn affect the amount of revenue that tackle companies can make, or it's gonna increase prices so that way the tackle companies can start to, can continue to keep their margin. And um, I could just see some, some issues going down the road with the tackle industry and Amazon just because the margins in itself with fishing gear in general, especially fishing lures, are, aren't that big as it is. So take like a crankbait, for example. You can buy a lot of crankbaits for, for 10 bucks. Let's just, there's cheaper ones, there's more expensive, but let's just use 10 bucks. You buy that crankbait for 10 bucks from the store. So I would imagine a tackle company is probably making that bait maybe for 250, three bucks, something like that. They're probably selling it to the online retailer for probably five, six dollars, and then they're selling it to you for 10. So obviously, if they're making it for two and selling it for six, they have four dollars that they're making off that one bait. So as you can see, in order to make a lot of money, you have to make a lot of sales. So volume is key in the tackle industry. They want you to buy more stuff because the margin's so small that they need a lot of those sales in order to make 
a living and have a profitable business. But if you're selling that crankbait to Amazon, let's just say, for four bucks, and then Amazon's selling it for four dollars more than that, okay, no one's losing in that battle. But if I wanna sell something through Amazon, I'm gonna go create my account through Amazon, and then I'm gonna buy the crankbait from whatever company for four bucks, five bucks, whatever, and then I'm gonna have to charge four or five dollars more to make my margin off that same crankbait. But then Amazon is gonna charge me all these different little fees in order to sell that bait. So now my margin just shrank because whenever I sell a, pro sell a product through Amazon, I'm also giving Amazon money to basically allow me to use their platform. And I'm not saying that's bad, I'm just saying that's how it works. And what I'm trying to show you is that if I lose a dollar or a dollar of 50 per sale, now I gotta sell a lot more crankbaits or I have to raise the price in order to make up for that margin. Now that raising of the price is gonna impact you and I as customers and consumers and people buying those products. So we're either gonna have to pay more or the tackle companies are gonna have to pay less or make less, which is then gonna impact their overall revenue, which is then gonna impact the sponsorship world, it's gonna impact the viability of, of people being able to make a living in the fishing industry. So you can see how this kind of snowballs and, and starts to have an effect. And when I'm using those, those dollar amounts for what it costs to make a crankbait or something like that, I don't know what it actually costs to make a crankbait. I don't know exactly what the margins are, so don't take those numbers as fact or like I'm in, on the inside anywhere knowing exactly what a crankbait costs to make and then sell and then sell to you. I don't know all those details. I just know that's basically how it works because it would have to. I would have to make something cheaper than I sell it to the to the online retailer or the tackle shop and then they would have to sell it for more than that in order for all of us to make money. That's just business, that's how it works. That's no matter what product, no matter what industry you're in, somebody makes something, they sell it for more, and then the person that sells it to you then sells it for more. So there's two markups when you go to buy that product. And that's just normal retail business. Now obviously if you cut out the middleman and you go direct to consumer or the business makes a product and then sells it directly to the consumer, obviously now there's not multiple markups, but that gets a little bit more difficult because you don't wanna be, like for example, if I were to sell my drop shot weights to you for the same price that I sell it to another company who has to sell it for more, I'm basically undercutting my retailers. So you have to be careful with how much you charge when you're going direct to consumer when you're also selling products in a actual store. So a lot of times what ends up happening is the tackle company that is, has their own online store or whatever selling a product, their price is gonna be pretty much the same as what you would buy at a tackle shop. So that way they're not hurting their retailers by selling something cheaper then they can sell it for themselves. So hopefully that makes sense. But basically you wanna be nice to your retailers because they're still buying your product. They're still making a lot of money. You're still making a lot of money by selling your products to those retailers. So it's a very, very fine line that you have to walk when you start selling the product yourself because you don't wanna undercut your retailers. You don't wanna take away sales from them. So anytime we start talking about less revenue and less sales or just less revenue overall for a company, that means they're gonna have less marketing dollars in order to promote their products. And that's what really starts impacting the way the bass fishing industry is structured. 
guys go out, they fish tournaments, and they make money from those tournaments. But a lot of people are making pretty good money from the sponsorship side of things. But if the business or the tackle company or whatever business affiliate with the fishing industry isn't making as much money as they used to, their marketing budgets are gonna be a little bit smaller. So either less anglers are gonna get those sponsorship dollars or the amount of sponsorship dollars is gonna be cut to maintain the amount of people that they have on their pro staffs, on their ambassador programs, sponsorships, whatever you wanna, whatever word you wanna to use to describe it, but that ultimately starts impacting those people. And as somebody that, you know, aspires to fish professionally, that's something I wanna make sure I keep an eye on because I need to make sure that when I'm embarking on a relationship with a company, I look, I'm personally looking for the long-term relationship. I don't want it to be, you know, this year I'm in and next year I'm out. I want to be able to know that I'm doing my job for them, that I'm creating sales for them and that I'm doing a good job. So that way they want to keep me on their pro staff so I can keep that relationship going because without those relationships, I can't keep fishing and I'm never going to get to where I want to ultimately go, which is to make a living fishing. That's what I'm trying to do. And those sponsorship dollars are gonna be key in my ability to actually do that. So when I see something like this with Amazon or something, it definitely starts getting my brain to start, you know, kind of turning, trying to figure out how this is all gonna work out, where this money's gonna come from, how this is all gonna work out. And this is all years down the road, but these are just things that I start to think about because I could see how it can start to affect the fishing industry, the sponsorships, the marketing budgets, and all of that. Now on the flip side of this whole thing, could it actually help the fishing industry? Could it actually introduce more people to fishing? I think it could. I think it depends on how much of a benefit Amazon sees in the fishing industry. If they're starting to get tons and tons of sales on fishing tackle and they're starting to make a lot of money in it, then they might invest more exposure to anglers. They might give more sponsorships out. If more tackle companies are making more money because Amazon gets in the game, then that could also elevate marketing budgets and elevate sponsorship revenue that anglers can get their hands on. Um, so there's a flip side to everything. Um, my concern ultimately is that Amazon's gonna come in, they're gonna try to buy tons of customers, which is basically what they're doing with the sponsorships that they got going on right now, which like I said already, that's pretty much what everybody's trying to do when it comes to sponsorship. If General Tire is sponsoring a tournament, they want you to buy General Tires. If Amazon is sponsoring something, they want you to buy stuff through Amazon. So that, that's normal, there's nothing wrong with that. But I could see them eventually just wanting to pull out, save those marketing dollars that they've been putting into the fishing industry because they've already grasped the market and the amount of sales that they were hoping for. And then those dollars go away and then basically we're left going, what are we gonna do now? And if those online retailers aren't, aren't doing well, if the tackle shop uh, margins are, or tackle store margins are getting squeezed or the margins from the actual company that's producing these products starts to get squeezed, that's when we're gonna start having issues as an industry. So I'm sure the lighting just changed all of a sudden randomly. It's because I'm dealing with the sun going down right now. It's about 6.30, so I'm gonna be losing my light here pretty soon. So I had to turn the cab lights on in order to make sure we could still see each other right now while we're talking. But, um, you know, the one there is definitely one good thing that is coming as a result of Amazon getting into the fishing world. And where, where I'm coming from on that is affiliate marketing. And for those of you that don't know what affiliate marketing is, it's basically 
you can go and generate a link. So if you sign up to be an affiliate for Amazon, you go onto Amazon, you create an account, you become an affiliate for Amazon, and then basically if you want to promote a product or create a link that people can click on and then go buy that product, you can generate commission off of that sale. Now, like I said, it's probably gonna be a small percentage, but nevertheless, that is money that you can make. So what you can do is if you're a person that has a blog, has a website, um, has a YouTube channel, has basically anywhere where you can put links in, now you can start generating revenue from Amazon by generating sales for whatever it is that you want to talk about. So for example, I'm assuming that if you're watching this, you like to fish. So if you have a YouTube channel, if you have a blog, if you have a website, if you have something where you can drop links that people can click on and then go to Amazon and buy a product, you can start generating revenue from leading them to Amazon to make that purchase. That can be a good thing for everybody, but that stuff already has existed in the fishing market. It exists through Omnia Fishing, it exists through it exists through Tackle Warehouse. So for example, in a lot of my YouTube videos, I have links that take you to Omnia Fishing. When you click that link and you go to Omnia Fishing, and if you end up buying something from Omnia Fishing, I'm getting credit for that sale, which is a good thing for me. I'm also getting commission off of that sale. It's not a ton of money because generally speaking, the amount of money that you're getting off of a tackle sale generally isn't all that much. Now, obviously, sometimes you can go in there and spend thousands of dollars on tackle, but most of the time we're talking like 50, 60 bucks, maybe even less, sometimes more, obviously. But for the most part, I'm sure that's probably a pretty common amount that you spend when you buy tackle online probably run that 50 bucks because a lot of places that's when you get the free shipping so basically you click a link you go to omnia you buy what i'm talking about i get credit for that sale i get a small commission off that sale as well which that's what affiliate marketing is so now a lot of people are going to be able to do that through amazon so i i can see the snowball effect about how amazon is using Bassmaster, they're using Chris Saldane, and then people like me that are savvy enough to think about the affiliate marketing opportunities are gonna start dropping those Amazon links in their YouTube, in their blog, because maybe they don't have a relationship with a company that they need to generate sales to. Maybe they're not sponsored by whatever line company they like to use. Maybe they're not sponsored by the crankbait company they like to use. So they're just gonna start dropping these Amazon links because they can start getting commission now, which I don't blame them but I can see how this snowball effect can start impacting the fishing industry. I can see how it can start impacting the online retailers and all that kind of stuff. So having said all that, I'm not saying that any of this is bad. I'm not saying that any of it's good. I'm just basically kind of thinking out loud with you guys and I'll let you guys make your own decisions. And I'd love to get a conversation going in the comments of this video because I think that, you know, I think that there's definitely a counter to what I'm saying. And I think that there's a lot of logic involved in what I'm saying that that makes sense and how it could be a bad thing for the industry. I think for Chris Saldane and I think for Bassmaster it's a great thing for them right now because I'm sure Amazon pays pretty well I would imagine. I uh, have no idea what the, the money is involved in that but Amazon's pretty huge so I, I'm pretty sure it's probably um, nothing to shake a stick at. But um, with the affiliate thing um, I really obviously encourage you guys to use the links that are in my videos that um, I put in my um, blog content on my website. 
Um, I, I really encourage you guys to read that stuff and I really encourage you guys to use those links. I encourage you to use the discount codes. All that stuff, no matter if it's me or whatever other YouTuber or, or person you like to follow on social media, if they have a discount code and you're gonna buy a product from that company or especially that website where that discount code can be used, use the discount code. That doesn't necessarily mean that they're gonna get a cut from it, but give that person credit for the sale that led you to that product because that's how companies make sure that the people that they're sponsoring are providing them return on their investment. That's what sponsorship's all about. We've talked about it in other videos. So use those discount codes. So if you're gonna go buy a pair of Waterland sunglasses, please use my discount code Luna10. If you're gonna to go to Sixth Sense Fishing, please use that discount code. If you're gonna to go to Omnia Fishing, use one of my links. It doesn't cost you any money, it doesn't change anything, but it shows them that my content is effective and it's, and it's getting you to go and purchase a product that you wanna buy. It just, it helps me out. It, it, and it just shows them that my content is reaching you guys and you guys want to either support me or support those companies or just buy good products because I'm not promoting anything that I don't use and that I don't actually like. Um, so please use those discount codes. If you're going to buy something from GCI Outdoor, I would love it if you use the discount code. I would love it if you tag me when you buy something that's a GCI chair, if you buy it from Dick Sporting Goods or wherever you buy it from, you know, tag me in it so I can share it out. And then I, I know that, that you guys are like, liking the the product because it's something that I'm promoting. They're gonna be a big sponsor of mine going into 2021. Um, so I wanna make sure I keep that relationship going. I wanna make sure that I'm providing them return on their investment in me. And if you buy anything on GCIoutdoor.com, make sure to use my discount code. It's gonna save you money and it's also gonna show them that my content is reaching you guys. It's I can't do what I do without you guys. So I'm asking you guys to you know support me by using those codes and whether it's me or some other YouTuber or some other person on Instagram that's using codes just use the codes if you're gonna buy a product that they're promoting because it helps them out and if you want to be able to watch content like this or watch content from other people make sure you use that stuff because it's gonna help them out in the long run in the long run and you're gonna be able to enjoy more content from that person so I can talk about this business stuff until I'm blue in the face. Um, it's stuff that I'm personally interested. In. I like kind of following the business side of the fishing industry. I like, you know, having the conversations with people about sponsorship, about the fishing industry, about how it works, the behind the scenes stuff, the business side of everything. I, I just enjoy talking about that. I enjoy learning about that. So when I see something like Amazon getting into the fishing industry, it just gets my brain going. And I start thinking about how this can be a positive, if it's gonna be a negative. It's just something that I enjoyed that I wanted to share with you guys and talk about in today's video. So I hope you enjoyed you know, hearing my thoughts on this whole thing, hearing how some of these things work in the fishing industry and just in business in general when it comes to wholesale and retail and you know the manufacturer and all that kind of stuff. I hope that was entertaining. I hope it was something that was interesting to you guys. Um, if you're new to the channel, please subscribe to my channel. I'd really, really appreciate it. If you have any questions, you want to get a debate going, you think I'm full of it and make no sense at all, put that in the comments down too. Let's talk about it. So if you liked the video, thumbs up, make sure to comment. And like I said, if you're new to the channel, make sure to subscribe and I will see you guys next time. Thanks for watching.
Thank you for listening to this episode of the podcast. I really appreciate it. I want to talk to you guys real quick before we go about how you can support my podcast. You guys know I want to fish professionally and make a living doing it, and I can't do that on my own. So if you guys want to support the podcast, that's an option that Anchor provides, so I want to let you guys know about it. If you're interested in doing that, go to anchor.fm slash matt-luna-fishing and click the support this podcast link. I'll also leave a link in the show notes if it's something that you're interested in. I kind of feel weird ask, uh, mentioning it, but I wanted to pass that information along to you guys. Also, if you want to get a free ebook that I have put out, all you got to do is sign up for my email list. There'll be a link in the show notes for that as well. And you can learn about what bass eat. It talks about shad, bluegill, and crawfish, and the different times of year that you can target those forages where the bass should be. It may not be a perfect every time you go fishing way to find the bass, but it can kind of give you that yearly timeline and help you be close to the right areas where those fish are. So thanks again for listening. I appreciate it.